So the Myanmar Accountability Project, which we call MAP, began in response to the attempted coup in 19, in 2021, when you know we sort of knew something was going to happen because the army had been saying the elections were fraudulent, you know, we don't accept the results, blah, blah. And so we sort of knew something was going to happen, although it was, you know, horrendous what happened, the arrest of all the democratically elected leaders. Um, suddenly people were thinking, what can we do? You know, development, humanitarian work, justice, you know, what didn't exist was an organization that was going to bring the generals and the army to account for committing crimes and atrocity crimes against the people of Myanmar. So I sat down with a group of lawyers in London and asked the question, what can we do? And there's an amazing thing called universal jurisdiction. And universal jurisdiction is a concept in international law that says that it doesn't matter where a crime was committed. It doesn't matter who the victim of the crime is. It doesn't matter who the perpetrator of the crime is. There is a universal obligation on countries in the world to bring the perpetrators to justice. And it's on that basis, it's called universal jurisdiction, that I set up the Myanmar Accountability Project. Um, we have cases all around the world, but we are concentrating on ASEAN. So I'm working with lawyers in Malaysia, in the Philippines. We had a case recently in Jakarta, in Indonesia. I'm also talking to lawyers in Timor-Leste, which isn't yet a member of ASEAN, but it may become a member of ASEAN. And I've also been talking to lawyers in Singapore. The idea is that we we are bringing cases um, in those jurisdictions against the junta. It means, most importantly, that they can be held to account, but it also means that there's no safe haven for them. That if they go to places like Indonesia and Malaysia, there is a chance that they could be apprehended, they could be arrested and put on trial. It's called the concept of no safe haven. So apart from actual justice for the people against whom crimes are committed, there is this idea that they can't, you know, they can't run, they, they can't hide, that they can't sleep well in their beds because the hand of the law is hovering over them and their families. And that's something which, you know, I am determined that we'll, you know, we are continuing to, to work on that because justice and accountability is an extremely important part of a peaceful future Myanmar. There won't be peace and stability and prosperity in Myanmar if there are war criminals running the country. So the work that we're doing, I hope, will contribute along the down the line to a peaceful and stable Myanmar. Well, we have um, a war crimes case that's coming up. I can't say too much about it um, in the Philippines. Um, we have um, a case which we're going to be putting to the Indonesian um, Human Rights Commission in Jakarta. Um, and we have um, a case which we hope um, to, to be able to bring. I can't say too much about it, but perhaps um, in Malaysia. Um, so um, we... Uh, are going to be naming specific individuals and accusing them of specific crimes. We have um, victims who've been 
um, the victims of very specific crimes. So, you know, we have very good evidence. We know exactly who did it. Um, and um, the, the other thing about, and we will bring those cases and hopefully arrest warrants will go out um, or if people go into those jurisdictions, they will be arrested. But the other thing to say is around our legal cases, we do a lot of advocacy because at the moment there's a PR battle raging and the junta is very aware of the PR battle. That's why, that's one of the reasons I think why they reduced the sentences um, of Aung San Suu Kyi and others, because they want the world to think that they are merciful and kind and generous. But I mean, you know, we all know that it's an illegal junta. Um, they've just extended the emergency rule for the fourth time. Well, the, the, the 2008 constitution, which was never approved by the people of Myanmar anyway, only allows um, the, the military the state of emergency to be extended twice. So it was an illegal coup. Um, you know, the coup itself um, was a violation of the constitution. Um, the sentences which were imposed on democratic leaders were kangaroo courts. They were illegal courts by an illegal regime. It's a joke. They have no legitimacy whatsoever. It's all part of the PR battle. But I think it's fair to say that the junta is losing the PR battle. Um, and around all of our cases, we do a lot of advocacy. So we demonize and we delegitimize a completely illegal and illegitimate regime. So, you know, that's another aspect of the work of Matt, which I think it's important to stress. It's the fact that there is a regime that's struggling for international legitimacy. And while there are cases of the sort that Matt is bringing, we are part of the efforts to deny them any legitimacy.